It's not just about mastering technology. It's not just about brand or messaging. It's not just about making more money. It's about showing up in a big way so your people can find you. This is about bringing your most wild and authentic self into the hustle and grind. Welcome to Tactical Magic, a business strategies podcast for the warrior goddess entrepreneur. Hey everyone, welcome to Tactical Magic. This is a really exciting episode where we're going to talk about the importance of accountability. I've got my friend Clarice Connolly here with me, another Portland lady. She's actually tuning in from Austin, Texas today, which is also close to my heart. But Clarice is an accountability coach who believes that with a little bit more accountability, anything is possible. As a coach, she supports her clients in trusting their intuition and following their inner knowing. Sometimes our self-limiting beliefs are the biggest obstacles in our way and getting unbiased support and taking consistent, inspired action are the two most impactful ways to break that up. Clarice is also an advocate for breaking the stigma around herpes. In her free time, she works on her passion project where she coaches individuals who have been recently diagnosed with herpes or who have been struggling with their diagnosis while trying to get back into the dating world. She hosts a local support group in Portland, Oregon, where she facilitates bigger conversations around shame, stigma, and worth. Welcome, Clarice. Yay. Thanks so much for having me. This is such an important conversation. I'm so excited to share my input. Yeah. I'm so glad you're here and that, yeah, just the work that you're doing is so important. I know how much accountability has changed my life and allowed me to excel beyond my own expectations. So tell us a little bit about how you found this work, how you ended up doing what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I believe wholeheartedly I was such a dreamer at heart and I had such a creative edge where I was like, man, I I don't know that I'm meant to stay here and I want to color outside the lines. And for a long time, I was kind of shut down because there wasn't a lot of people that were considering entrepreneurship or considering leaving the city they grew up in or really um, being supported in being a dreamer. It was kind of like, hey, listen, you're either in a nine to five or you're a stay-at-home wife. Like Those are the two tracks. Um, and for a very long time, I kind of was like, no, no, I can do it. I can do it. And I just got beaten down so much. Um, and I don't think people intentionally do it maliciously, but it really just wears at you when you don't have someone that's kind of like there next to you trying to dream big too, or that really kind of gets the vision or the things that you see as possible. Um, and honestly, I, I really just had this like, you know what, I'm graduating college because I went like everyone told me to, and I'm moving to anywhere. And I ended up in California and you know, you get there and it's, again, everybody has the American dream vision of like, this is what it looks like to have a life and to be successful. And it, and it, you know, I tried it on and it didn't fit for me and I tried a different career path and that didn't work. And, you know, you really kind of get into this like, man, Goldilocks or Cinderella syndrome where you're like, what about this? And what about this? And, you know, honestly, it wasn't until I had contracted herpes and I had that devastating, like life altering kind of experience that made me wake up like, this is the only life I get. Like, what do I want to do with it? And um, I ended up finding a life coach of my own. And it was that first person to really believe in me without needing to be attached to the results that I was producing. And that really got me to kind of like tap into like, what does my heart want, right? Not my mind of trying to get it right or trying to, you know, approve, be, get approved by my father or have validation by society that I'm doing it right or that I'm, you know, on the right path. And um, when I really tapped into my heart, it was like, you know what? I want to make a difference. Like I'm such a humanitarian through and through, you know, I want to 
do good and be like impactful and give back. And um, with the accountability of regular calls, you know, one hour of someone selflessly pouring into you and, you know, empowering you to find your own like self-care regimen, your own, um, you know, creative genius and uh, really kind of getting you back on your feet to trusting yourself. That structure, that regimented like every week for one hour was the accountability to get me back onto like the possibility boat and back into like, you know, living from my heart and um, facing my fears. And, you know, it's been so inspiring because if I hadn't had that one person um, to get me to realize that I don't need my parents to get my dream. I don't need my friends to understand my dream. I don't actually need anybody but me, you know, and then I got to have my parents be my parents and my friends be my friends and my tribe be my, you know, supportive tribe. And it was so liberating to let go of those expectations that these people needed to be more than who they were and that I needed to explain and get people to understand what I wanted to do. And it just, it's such a chain reaction to really be that well supported and it's selfish to not turn around and do that and give back to everyone. And so I was like, you know what, maybe I've been through absolutely everything and back because I was meant to support people sooner in their life or in their journey or support people to realize they don't need one more guru or one more advisor or consultant. It's like they have all the wisdom and truth and how do we get them excited about that and living from that place? And it really is the missing ingredients is accountability. So Mm. that's what I do is just bring that to others and get people back on their feet and living an inspired life. I love that. Did you say possibility boat? I love just the visual of that. Right. Get on board. I'm, you know, I'm steering the ship, but you can take over the wheel. I, that really just fell out of my mouth in the moment. Yeah. I just love love the idea of that. Um, And yeah, I mean, to just touch on that and share in that there is, even if you have really amazing friends in life, there's really rarely a time where someone is giving all of their attention to you and what you want to create and what you believe is possible. And that is part of the coaching relationship that I've benefited from and that I've Mm -hmm. um, participated in. And Mm -hmm. there's really not that many other places in life where someone is going to take the time, whether it's about your business, whether it's about your health, whether it's about your life in general, your purpose, whatever the possibility boat may be, that that is something not everybody chooses to experience. And it's, it's really life-changing to have someone who has your back and objectively cares, but right. also is going to ask you the right questions to help you get to the root of what you actually desire. It's pretty- and absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You nailed it on the head. And that's the amazing thing in this world where we're so overstimulated and trying to do a thousand things to get one friend's undivided attention for an hour right? I don't know, you know, maybe you do, right? And that's amazing. Good on you. You could never be over supported. That's <laughs> very like bold, all caps explanation point, yeah. you know? And I think that, you know, it's really amazing to have someone not be just like a reflective surface and ask you those bigger context questions to get you yeah. around your roadblocks. Yeah. And also, even if it is a really great friend, the fact that they're your friend means that they're going to have some, you know, some 
significance embedded in their responses to you. <laughs> you know, yeah. they have some opinion about what they think should happen or how they should think it should go. Unless you have a lot of friends who are coaches, which I feel fortunate to have a lot of friends who are coaches and can have yes. these conversations pretty often also. But the, yeah, just the fact of being in that conversation in the first place and then having that happen on a regular basis, what's possible with the accountability of that. So what are your favorite things about coaching people around accountability and being that, you know, touchstone? I think it's really amazing to be able to, I don't need to be an expert in what their field is, whether they're a chemical engineer or an office clerk or a farmer. Um, it's really asking them like, Hey, what is the next best step? What is that next cookie crumb? What is the little thread that you can follow? And everybody knows, we know, we know what we should be doing. We know what we want to be doing. But I think when we remove the word should, right, it then becomes like, what do you want to create? And it's really beautiful when you can see someone being a victim to overwhelm or paralysis or um, procrastination, right? When you get them to kind of come into this conversation like, okay, here we are, we're stuck, right? And facing it, like, how come, right? And when they can see it's like, oh, because I'm scared it gives, it makes it so much lighter and it takes away the significance. And it's like really amazing to get people to see like, well, what are you afraid of? Right. And maybe it's failure. And when they look at that, it's like, okay, well, what's failure? What's failure? How do you describe it? How do you define it? And people have no idea. And then they really get to see the like, like, whoa, I'm afraid of this thing that I don't even know what it is. And that part is such magic because they get to see like, wow, our mind, like, isn't a bad guy. It's just there to keep us safe. Like it's there just to be risk averse. You're not losing your marbles. You're not, you know, like this dual personality person. It's totally a mechanism that's instilled from young age. And when you're able to be like, oh, because, you know, my baby brother was born and he took some attention away from me at five years old, I made up that I have to be perfect to earn attention and love. And it's like, would you yell at a five-year-old like that? Hey, stop trying to be cute. That's, you know, you, and it's like, so why treat yourself that way? So I, I think there's a lot of magic in creating awareness. It's so, there's so much compassion that just melts like butter. And if we can practice compassion in, in a safe place one hour a week, that's, that's flexing this new muscle that, you know, you get to practice outside of the one hour session. It's kind of just like yoga, right? Where everyone says, let's practice on the mat and take it out into the real world. Yeah. It's not an overnight solution, right? You're likely 30 something, 20 something, whatever, 40 something. You've been doing and saying these things for years. And to have someone support you in undoing those, you're rewiring and transforming your entire projection of your future. I mean, you're changing, you're healing your your lineage and you're also changing your legacy all by by, you know, delving into the con like subconscious parts and conscious parts of your mind. Um it's beautiful. It's so profound. It's the biggest gift that you can give yourself. Um, and there doesn't have to be anything wrong with you or broken no. about you in order to look at that stuff. And totally. you don't necessarily have to go all the way back to the root cause of what happened totally. to that world. It's really about I, just getting into inquiry mm -hmm. and adding more awareness into your brain and your heart and your space. And when you have that awareness, then more is possible. It's the limitation mm -hmm. gets unblocked. Yeah. And I think that that's a super important point. It's not that it's not therapy. It's not, you know, sitting down and psychoanalyzing. This is the reason and ways that you're broken, abandoned and problematic or whatever. Right. Like I don't believe anyone's broken or a problem or a problem. There aren't problems. There aren't. Right. It's like touching like, Oh, 30 seconds. Oh, how long have you been telling yourself that story? Oh, 
since I was five. To the end, let's move forward, right? Because there's nothing you can do about the past. All you can do is look at where you're at, where you want to go, and start taking those actions and building, you know, that accountability to move you forward and, and bridge that gap. Um, so thanks for pointing that out because I think that's super important. I think there's this stigma maybe around coaching that it's kind of like the new age therapy. Um, you know, if you're having a therapist session inside of your coaching session, you know, maybe a bigger time for a conversation and a different kind of conversation. And not to discount therapy. Like there's so many great uses for therapy and counseling and that traditional method of mm-hmm. psychoanalyzing things and getting that kind of support. And coaching is a very different thing. It's a lot more yep. about inquiry and it's a yep. lot more about um, getting into action, understanding totally. where you're really coming from and, and taking actions to move and change things. So mm-hmm. I don't think any, I, I, I don't think either of them is better or worse than the other, but I think there are circumstances where a person is better fit to try a coach than try a therapist or vice versa. I have always had both. I just think that's such a great conversation to have a therapist in partnership with a coach and my, you know, my, both of mine are in conversation, right? So it's like, They're again, like I said, each other. yeah, again, I just, I wholeheartedly believe like you, there's no such thing as being oversupported. Right. Have a team. Mm-hmm. So how does that, how, just to break them apart for more people who might be listening, um, what do you go to them for differently? Do you have a different thing that you bring to the table with your coach than what you go into? You obviously don't give us too many details, but yeah, no, no, no. Um, it's really, you know, my, when I'm thinking forward facing, you know, and I'm in an empowered place, like I bring a lot of my coaching stuff there, right? Like if I'm trying to build my business or my clients are looking to build their business and they're stopped in the, like, Oh, I got stuck dead in my tracks. Um, a lot of the times in the therapy, it's also like, Hey, I notice I'm doing this relationship thing that I keep doing. How do I get out of this loop? Right. Or, you know, I have a lot of um, experience with, like, um, friends back home, you know, overdosing. Um, And those come up and I just feel grief and sad and layers. So it feels so much more, like, old and not attached to anything I'm trying to move forward. It's, like, not in my way. It just comes up and then I feel very heavy about it. And I have those, like, oh, um, my mom's getting, you know, in the process of working through some diagnosis with dementia. So I feel the predicament of kind of like, where do I choose from, you know, and how do I heal that wound of like wanting a closer relationship to my mother, but also the ticking time bomb of, you know, how long until she's not all there. Right. So I think it's much more, you know, deep rooted kind of like what I was talking about for before it's from a younger age. It's very heavy. It's got a lot of wounding around it. Um, It, it gets in the way and isn't related to the forward big projects or things that I want to, you know, take on. Um, and sometimes they overlap, you know, sometimes I do touch on a lot of things in my therapy and then I kind of like, Oh, you know, maybe like collaborative with a coach and, or I bring things I'm learning about in my coaching session that, you know, start to become therapy. And then I'm like, Hey, you know what, actually I'm going to take this to my therapist. And, you know, we just bunny ear that and, and bring it over. So Again, it's it's your world. It's your oyster. You can do whatever you'd like in whatever way um, best supports you. Um, and there's so many different types of therapy. So you, that could be a whole nother conversation. But yeah. to be able to like, you know, you know what, this may be best worked on with my therapist. This may be best worked on with my coach. It's all about discernment. Yeah. I think the main theme of this conversation so far is really that we are incredibly multifaceted beings and there Mm -hmm. is so much going on under the surface between us 
having emotions and processing them and taking action and living our lives and being successful, whatever that means to you. And that without support, we're sort of walking through it in the dark a little bit. And with Mm -hmm. support, we have the opportunity to unpack the shit and be like exponentially more happy. Yeah, exactly. And I think someone said to me along my journey, kind of like your mind makes up the mess and to think that your mind can get you out of it is kind of this like, but it's the one that created everything. So that kind of brought this like awareness to me of like, the best way to get out of my head is to get in my body. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if I'm stuck in my head, go to yoga, you know? And if like my body's tired, like how's my, you know, emotional state? Yeah. How can I just let it out and just cry some? And right. that, that whole trilogy of mind, body, spirit, it's not just like only take care of your body, not just only take care of your mind. It's like, how do we, and what does that look like to support all of you and take care of all of yourself as a whole? Yeah. Yeah. If you could think your way out of this, wouldn't you have done it, done it already? <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> if your mind's on this hamster wheel, it's actually, you know, yeah. but absolutely. Totally. So if somebody's maybe not ready to hire a coach right yet, what are some ways that they could bring more accountability into their lives? Um, I, most coaches will always give you a complimentary sample session. Um, get a complimentary sample session, try it out, see if they're fit for you. And likely you'll get some actions to take on and some things to practice. So get in there, you know, see what you come up with there and start trying to practice those. Um, I love women's groups, men's groups, like support groups, you know, BNI is always a good one. Um, you know, any kind of networking groups where you meet with these people regularly and they're also trying to build a business, um, you know, partner and make sure this person or persons are as committed as you are because then it becomes holding them accountable and, you know, not so much getting that accountability back. Um, and you know, if you want to, it's like, how do you define accountability? Like, what do you need? Is your accountability structures, meaning one hour coffee meetings a week? Um, oftentimes you can co-work if you know other entrepreneurs or other business people that are doing the same businesses you want. Like, they're likely struggling too. You know, how do you have that vulnerable conversation and be like, hey, man, I'm having a hard time staying in action. How about you? You know, like, do you want to go to a coffee shop? You can get a lot done when you don't have the vices in your home and the comfort of your own home and someone there who's also chugging away or right. if they get distracted, kind of bringing them back. So, you know, finding groups that are like-minded and that are up to the things that you want to, or, you know, at least have the commonality of entrepreneurship or working from home. Um, having conversations with individuals who, you know, also are up to the same thing that you want to, and maybe they want to work at a coffee shop, you could do completely different careers. Um, but just having that person there who's also working is helpful yeah. to get out of your own space. Um, you know, there's audio books and, you know, regular books that are very inspiring when you read them. But I have, I have this like notion and in my personal experience, it might not be everybody, right? This is only speaking on my behalf that I get so inspired, but then I put them down and I'm like, oh, I got to make lunch, dinner, breakfast, food, lifetime, <laughs> like passes. And then you're like, oh, um, so it's really like, how driven are you? If you need the drive to like, understand what is your big, what for, right? Go read the book of why, right? Mm-hmm. Um, find that what for, why are you doing this? And that vision will pull you forward. I do a lot of journaling and I always have my clients journal out. Like if you do want to work with 20, um, people inside of your business, like write that vision from one year from now, when you finally have gotten your 20th client, 
to remember like, oh yeah, what does it feel like? What does it look like? What is it, you know, what are you doing with those 20 clients? What is your life like because you're working with 20 clients? And like envision that and make it so colorful and so vibrant and so like yummy that you're like just sitting in like, yeah, I can feel that. Right. And when you lose that inspiration, just like, just remember like, oh yeah, that's what I'm doing that for. And then have someone to, you know, be there to be like, okay, let's, life's not meant to be done alone. So, you know, whatever is your comfort zone is that one stretch step stretching you right outside of where you normally stop like that, that thing. Yeah. It could look like anything for anyone. It can. And it can be on like a varying spectrum of you working alongside Mm -hmm. someone just so that you're both being held accountable to get something done to it being a mastermind where you're asking for insight and input and feedback and setting targets and collaborating on what deadlines look like for each of you in your own worlds, your own businesses. I mean, even a book club in some ways is an accountability group because you're holding each other accountable to intake, digest content Mm -hmm. and information and have thought about it. Unless it's one of those wine drinking, you know, books. Right. And maybe not so much. (laughs) And I I don't know about those yet, but. I love that's a really good point too. If you're the type of person that's like, you know, I can go to a coffee shop or I've been going to a coffee shop often and I still don't get things done or I still manage to get progressed, like distracted. Money is such a good and not a good and bad. I don't want to make it black and white, but it's such a motivator. You know, if you're invested in these masterminds, right, they're normally like a $20,000 a year investment. Those I mean, people will have it. Well, some, yeah. right. I'm yeah. looking at the polar extreme. Right, right. You know, but it's kind of something like a BNI, maybe like $1,200 a year. So you have that money that you're investing that you're kind of a little like, oh, I don't want to waste this. Right. I don't want to just it, be throwing it down the drain. You it, show up a little differently. Yeah, when you've got mm-hmm. something in the game, for sure. I've had, I mean, I've had different degrees of accountability since I started my business. One group was just other women entrepreneurs who were coaches and healers and my sort of industry that we were meeting every single week. And at first we would, you know, ask each other what our goal was for the week and we'd check in about that. And then it just sort of turned into us connecting because we all became such good friends and it was more about just seeing how everyone was doing and what they were up Mm -hmm. to and not so much about what we're creating. But around that same time that it shifted, another group of women, a, a couple women, I, know from another community that I'm a part of who are growing an online business. So they're doing marketing, they're doing webinars, they're doing a lot more of the strategic stuff that I focus on as compared to the other women who are building more of a one-on-one client base. Mm -hmm. Um, They were asking me if I wanted to join more of a mastermindy kind of thing where we actually get on the phone twice a month and say all the things that we're working on in intricate detail and then ask for feedback on something, whether that's copy for our pages Um, sales pages and things like that, or whether that's, you know, strategy, how things are connecting. And it's like having a mastermind because these are people who get that sales model, that business model, and who are doing it very much the same way, but with different content and different Mm -hmm. target niches and audiences and stuff like that. But it's like having a mastermind that we, we just were all looking for and decided to put together. So where can you go and look for community with people who are doing what you're doing or doing something similar to what you're doing and just ask them, Hey, can we get on the phone every week? Cause I would love to pick your brain about this or be a support system for you or create some sort of accountability so that we can both, you know, compound our success and exponentially take I, off together. 
Absolutely. That's so beautiful. And I love that because it makes me think of, well, back in the day, I mean, I haven't lived in Pittsburgh in maybe 10 years now, but I didn't know any entrepreneurs. So if you would have told me that I would have been an entrepreneur, I'd have been like, I don't even, I don't even know what that entails. <laughs> and it's this day and age, there are so many, you know, boss babes, boss ladies, like there's so many Facebook groups of entrepreneurial men, women, you know, any kind of type of business, look up your, you know, the, the career field that you're in, look up the, you know, the business or idea that you want to join and join these groups. And literally, I love that. Like practice asking like, Hey, if someone's posting regularly and you see that they have the commitment that you wish that you had, like, how do you ask them to be like, Hey, can we hop on the phone for 10 minutes once a week or whatever it is? Um, and I, I love what you said because it makes me, I want to just give permission, right? Like whether you need a 10 minute call, try that. If it doesn't work for a month, feel free to like stop doing that and try an in-person coffee date for six months or whatever. And mm -hmm. don't get attached. Like if this group that you're in becomes the best of friends to be like, Hey, love you. Let's do coffee on Saturday mornings. And I'm going to start doing and switching gears. Cause I, not that you outgrow, but it, it's, things transform. Things are always shifting. And like, that's such is life, right? If you're needs and as being you, met. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As you grow, you start to realize what you really need accountability around and what sort of input you're craving. And then it's Absolutely. up to you to go seek that out, whether that's in a community, right. whether that's in a networking group, whether that's the next, you know, mentor guide coach or the next yep. program or online course that you need to join in order to get that next bout of new tools and inspiration. Mm -hmm. It's really up to you to recognize when the stuff you've, you've got on hand is not quite enough anymore and it's right. time to reach for the next thing. And I, I, really, I really am a firm believer and maybe it's a B&I thing or I just subconsciously already knew, but the planting the seed. Like, it's like if you're itching for this women's group that are maybe just all starting businesses, just have the conversation. Like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Molly, how's it going? You know, I'm interested in starting a business, but I don't really know anybody. Do you know anybody that started a business that like may need like some girl power and some coffee dates or whatever? And maybe you don't know. Maybe you don't know for a month or two, but that's next, the first time you hear that person that you've just met that's like, oh, I'm starting this entrepreneurial women's whatever, men's group. And then you're like, oh yeah, my one friend was just looking for that. Like I've gotten so many connections that way. By just putting it out there in the universe and saying, like, this is what I want to create or this is what I'm looking for. And people get to be your feelers for you because you can take the action also. Don't just make it every, everybody else's job. But, yeah, you know, they're also connecting to people, too. Yeah. And it's and so looking that. You could be the one that puts mm -hmm. it together. Meetup.com right? is an amazing resource. I remember looking for, you know, the kind of networking and spiritual community type group I wanted and not finding it. So I just started my own meetup. And then those people show up to hang out because they're around, especially if you're mm -hmm. somewhere local where the people in your community would be down if it was there. Don't be afraid mm -hmm. to be the one who creates the thing. Yeah. And I love, I'm such a believer. I, I meet people everywhere I go. If I'm in a coffee shop, likely the person next to me is pretty similar because we like the same coffee shop and I just start conversation, you know, Hey, what are you working on? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Hey, what are you working on? And, then I get to see like, oh, they're kind of doing the same thing. And maybe you just say hi that first time. And then maybe you see them the next Thursday you're there. And then you're just like, hey, what time do you normally come? You know, and maybe you aren't. Maybe you're a super introvert. Like, how do you, you know, challenge yourself a little bit to get out? Maybe it is be out in the coffee shop for two hours and then come home and like take good, sweet care of your introvert self. And, 
you know, just know that it may take two hours or one hour or stretching yourself 30 minutes, like meet yourself where you're at. Mm-hmm. I think none of this is like, this is how it shall be. Like you're your own person, like learn to listen in and whatever that looks like for you, like take that and do that and try, you know, just to stretch yourself just a little bit. Yeah. What's it going to take to have the life you want? What needs to right. be coming in or changed or different or um, added to inspire mm-hmm. you to keep going and play big? I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so happy to have had this conversation with you. I think you're super inspiring and your people are so lucky to have you keeping them accountable to create all the beauty that they're out here to create. So what are some ways that people can get a hold of you? There's going to be a link to your website in the description of this podcast, but what is that link and how should people get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm online, www.empoweringwomen.coach. I do work with men and women. I have been looking, um, I get a lot more people through the websites. I made it towards women. Um, so if you feel like you do want some accountability, that's an option. Um, I'm also online. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I believe it's Clarice Co Coaching. So facebook.com forward slash C-L-A-R-I-C-E-C-O Coaching. And I'm also on Instagram. That's a little more social, but if you're welcome, it's open to check it out. Pieces underscore zero F underscore Reese's, R-E-E-S-E-S. <laughs> and that's a lot of my travel, a lot of inspirational quotes, pictures, things I'm passionate about that bring me joy. Um, so I'm super excited. Feel free to connect to whatever speaks to you and look forward to seeing what's possible. Awesome. Go find Clarice. And yeah, again, that link will be in the description of this podcast. Thanks so much for being here. You rock. Absolutely. Thanks so much for doing what you're doing and making this possible and having these kind of conversations. They're super important and you're up to some amazing work and it's been such an honor to join you so thanks so much for making this happen thank you and thank you all out there for listening to tactical magic expect another awesome episode like this real soon see you next week (laughs) thanks for tuning into tactical magic to find out more please visit our website wildheartsriseup.com be sure to take a second and subscribe to the show and come back next week for another edition of tactical magic 